2: All righty. good morning everybody. Welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program for this Sunday. It is the 13th day of August 2023, your date 813-2023, and luckily it's not Friday. We welcome you to the Race Day show. We come to you live and direct from the gaming capital of the world, Las Vegas, Nevada, right here at our studio station, home base, Sports Talk 1400 AM and FM 107.1. AM, FM, you know. Beautiful day here in your gaming capital, about 10 minutes after 8 a.m. Pacific time. Sky is blue, ground is dry, sun is shining. It's 82 degrees already here in Las Vegas. We're going to cap it off at an even 100. 100 degrees will be the topper today here in Las Vegas as we continue to go through a beautiful weekend. Looks like this is going to be the type of weather we're going to have through maybe next Saturday. So we have a great week uh, yet to come here in Las Vegas. But uh, looking, at the, uh, looking at the weather across the country, for those of you listening to us outside of Las Vegas here at KSHP 1400, FM, like our websites, global, maybe your uh, devices, your iPhones, Android, so you can get your KSHP app at your app uh, store, put the app on the device and hear us now. Or certainly anywhere you get to your podcasting, so however, wherever, whenever you join us, welcome to the Race Day Show for this Sunday. Across the country, up and down the Pacific Coast is clear, Gulf Coast is clear, the Atlantic Coast is clear. All the action is going on right in the middle of the country. Iowa, Missouri, uh, Arkansas, and uh, up there in uh, North uh, North Dakota, having uh, some action going on as far as the weather is concerned. But outside of that, looks like it's going to be pretty good for all of the racing centers around the country. Taking a look at the temperatures, 88 in New York, 90 in Miami, Chicago's 81, L.A. is 84, Phoenix, 108. Still a hot, hot dude there down there in Phoenix, that's for sure. All right, we had a great day of racing yesterday, uh, and we'll get to that in just a moment. But for today... Believe it or not, we have uh, big action going on at Ellis Park and Emerald Downs. Ellis Park will have six stakes races today, and believe it or not, across the country, we still have three derbies, three derbies today. The Ellis Park Derby will highlight, uh, of course, the racing at Ellis Park along with uh, the Audubon Oaks. Emerald Downs will have uh, four stakes races highlighted by the historic Long Acres Mile. You got Joey Bravo going there for a ride and Longacre Smile on the favorite. But you also will have, listen to this now, the Muckleshoot Derby. You think you heard the name of all these derbies? Muckleshoot Derby is on tap today at Emerald Downs along with the Washington Oaks. And, of course, Delmar will host the Grade 3 Best Pal. And Saratoga will be hosting the Mahoney Stakes. All right, the Mahoney Stakes at Saratoga. All right, want to congratulate uh, track announcer Te- uh, Trevor Denman. He won the Lafitte Pink Award this year. He will receive the Lafitte Pink Award, Lafitte Pink Award Award uh, winner. will he'll receive that in a ceremony at Del Mar. Of course, Trevor Denman, one of the top announcers in the country. And uh, as far as looking ahead to all of these big stakes races coming up, boy, a whole bunch of stakes race workouts yesterday. Forty-five graded winners we're on tab across the country working out. Now we got two weeks to go until the grade one Travers and Bob Baffert's Preakness winner, National Treasure, breezed for the trainer yesterday morning, son of quality road, was clocked in 59.6, 100 seconds for his five furlong workout. He hasn't raced since finishing sixth in the uh, Belmont Stakes, but uh, he'll be cranked up and ready to go for the Travers, no doubt about that. Now, taking a look at what happened yesterday. Yesterday, of course, Colonial Downs hosted the Arlington Million and for all intents and purposes the three big races that are held on Arlington Million Day, the Beverly D and the Secretariat as well. I got to tell you, I watched the signal at home. They did a fantastic job at Colonial Downs. This is in Virginia now. They had the governor of Virginia on the show, doing all this great stuff, and inviting people to come out to the racetrack now, this racetrack is a gorgeous racetrack, big, beautiful turf course it's right in the middle there of uh, you know in all the action there between Washington, Maryland, etc. Colonial Downs is a fantastic place if you 're ever in the area, you should go and the crowd came up yesterday. it was a big crowd at Colonial Downs to see those big three stakes races and so The secretariat stakes, of course, named after the greatest horse of my lifetime, secretariat. A mile on the turf for three-year-olds was won by Gigante. Gigante held off Nagarok and Silver Knot to win the secretariat. Now sit. Are you ready? I hope you're sitting down. The winner was ridden by Javier Castellano. Is Castellano having a year? won the Kentucky Derby with Mage, won the Belmont, and now he wins the Secretariat. And check out the price. You ready? Paid $47.80 for a $2 win bet, and it was trained by Steve Asmussen. When are you going to get those two together at that price? Gigante wins the Secretariat. Follow me now. The half million dollar grade one Beverly D for the Phillies and Mares three year olds and up at a mile and three sixteenths on the turf was the next race of the three stakes races on the card. And the winner there going gate to wire was Fev Rover, ridden by Javier Castellano. This Mark Cassie trainee was the favorite in the race and paid $320. So, if you're a Castellano fan, you went from the longest priced winner in the Secretariat to the favorite in the Beverly D to get that double. The Beverly D, of course, is a Breeders' Cup win in your in race. And so Fed Rovers on the way to the uh, Breeders' Cup Philly Mare Turf. Finishing second in that race was Gina Romantica, and uh, Romana Mia was uh, finishing third in that race. Then the main event, the big one, the $1 million grade one Arlington Million, the very first $1 million race ever contested in the United States of America. The Arlington Million at a mile and a quarter on the turf for three year olds and up was won by set piece. This horse was dead last when they turned for home, swung out to the middle of the expansive, beautiful, wide turf course, dropped his head and ran them all down. The winner of the Arlington Million set piece, Florent Garot aboard for trainer Brad Cox, paid $1340. This is a seven-year-old, makes us old guys feel good. Seven-year-old set piece wins from last to first, the Arlington Million. Satine was second, and Adamo finished third. Those three big races yesterday, Colonial Downs, big crowd, fantastic uh, reception. Got to tell you, if you're ever in the area, go see Colonial Downs, that's for sure. All righty, then we move to Saratoga in upstate New York. Three stakes races there. The Galloway was the first in the sequence at a five-and-a-half furlongs on the Mellon Turf Course for three-year-old Phillies. That winner, LJ's Sima, Luis Saez aboard for tra- trainer Eddie canali LJ's Sima, LJ's, I'm sorry, it's LJ's Emma, pardon me, LJ's Emma paid thirty-six twenty for the victory in the Galloway. Finishing second was Stone Silent, and third was Isabel Alexandra. Then we moved to the Saratoga Special for the two-year-olds at six-and-a-half furlongs. This grade two $200,000 race was won by Rhyme Schemes. Now, let me tell you about Rhyme Schemes. This horse ran them off their feet with a huge, easy, coasting win. Rhyme Schemes, Ricardo Santana aboard for Norm Cassie, paid $4.10 and looks to be one of the top two-year-olds in the country right now. Easy win. In the Saratoga Special, Market Street ran second, Hall was third. And then in the four-star Dave Stakes, a Breeders' Cup win in your end race at a mile on the inner turf for three-year-olds and up. And remember, four-star Dave is an icon, was an icon at Saratoga. This horse, when he was racing at Saratoga, won at least one race at Saratoga eight straight years. Four-star Dave. The winner yesterday was Casa Creed, who was defending his title in this race because he won this race last year, so he wins it two years in a row. Casa Creed, trained by Bill Mott, ridden by La, uh, Luis Saez. Saez winning his second stakes race of the day and his third race overall. Casa Creed paid $5.70 to win outrunning Annapolis and Ice Chocolate who finished 3rd. Big day of racing there at uh, Saratoga yesterday. want to congratulate Mark Hennig. Trainer Mark Hennig won his 1,500th career win in the 11th and final race yesterday with Shining Colors. Dylan Davis's second win of the day, paying $15 even. Congratulations to trainer Mark Hennig, winning 1,500 career wins. In the last race of the day at Saratoga. pick six paid thirty three thousand eight seventy four fifty for those who connected the dots another big uh big day of racing at saratoga and um, that's about it there all right delmar uh Del Mar had a million dollar guarantee in the pick six. if you were a single ticket winner, that didn't happen. so you got a mandatory payoff today, folks. you got a mandatory payoff in the pick six, no jackpot today at Del Mar. <clears throat> but um, got a, a few thoughts, uh, a few races to talk about. The uh, feature race of the day, one of the two feature races was the uh, Sorrento for two-year-old uh, fillies going six furlongs. In that race, Dreamier, Dreamfriar wins the Sorrento. Dreamfriar, Hector Barrios aboard for O.J. Hiragi. Pays $9.20 outrunning Benedetta. And Dua finished third in the race. Barrio's, that was Barrio's second win of the day. Okay. And then later on, the yellow ribbon, grade two, at a mile and 16th on the turf for Phillies and mare's three-year-olds and up. That winner was closing remarks. Did just that. and got it done. Closing remarks for Umberto Rispoli, paid 660 in the yellow ribbon yesterday. Now, uh, The pick six paid $11,109.68. Bob Baffert unleashed another one of his two-year-olds yesterday in a maiden race in the eighth race. Pastor T won for Bob Baffert. Boy, he's just deadly with those two-year-olds at Del Mar. That was uh, Juan Hernandez's fourth win of the day. That was the eighth race on the card of the ten. Hernandez had a big day yesterday as well as uh, Barrios. And... um, the only other uh thought of the day when watching the races was a horse called uh Gentile uh Gentile uh who came down the backstretch was like next to last and all of a sudden a huge move down the backstretch got the lead and never looked back for Umberto Rispoli 1140 a big premature move that got it done in the uh, third race uh, at Del Mar yesterday and congratulations to uh, jockey Torrealba. Torrealba had his first race, his first day at Del Mar, and he wins the last race, the 10th race with bags gold at 1960. This jockey's been riding, uh, this apprentice has been riding at um, Thistledowns in Belterra, makes his way to Del Mar and wins his very first race in the last race yesterday at Del Mar. Canterbury Park had four stakes races, Minnesota Oaks and Minnesota Derby, highlighting those. In the Oaks, the winner there was Thunder's Rock and Roll with Alonzo Quinones paying 15.80, outrunning Cupid's Crush and Lover Girl. In the Minnesota Derby, uh, the winner was Roses by Limb with Alonzo Quinones aboard, paying 4.60, outrunning Jose Patio and It's Bob's Business. Alonzo won three of the four stakes races at Canterbury yesterday. He also won the Glitter Star with She's My Warrior at thirteen sixty, And Constantino Roman won the Wally's Choice with the Alligator Hunter paying $6 even at Canterbury. And finally at Woodbine, I want to congratulate our uh, clocker, Ernie Perry. He had a, gave us a winner in the fourth race, Atabi. Atabi bet down as the favorite, paid $4.70, more of... Uh, ernie perry's clocker report to come all right on today's show we've got uh, john Lindo, rich ang and jerry jackowitz jonathan Hardoon's selections and of course uh, the woodbine picks from ernie perry so without any further ado we're going to go to the first break when we come back your racing menu and then we're going to start doing the stuff don't go away right.
3: Racing is fast and exciting at the picturesque Woodbine and Woodbine Mohawk Park racetracks in Ontario, Canada. Woodbine Standard Bread, home of the Pepsi North America Cup, Pepsi a summer classic. Cup, Pebble Beach in Iran. And Woodbine Thoroughbred, home of the historic King's Plate.
2: But the mighty Philly has devastated them.
3: Full fields, exotic wagers, iconic events. Play Woodbine Thoroughbred and Woodbine Standard Bread today at your favorite wagering location.
0: Later, from drf.com is the exclusive past performance content provider for the race day las vegas show
2: all righty back on the uh, race day las vegas program like i said uh an abundance of workers yesterday 45 workers across the country uh you know going for uh, some of the uh, big races coming up uh, that's for sure and in the uh, upcoming week uh, next weekend on the uh, 19th of august we have the uh, the Alabama at Saratoga and the Lake Placid. You got a Delmar, the Delmar Oaks and uh, Woodbine will host the Bold Venture, the King Edwards and the Sweet Briar two, three stakes races there. And on uh, Sunday, next Sunday, Woodbine's going to have four stakes races, the Catch a Glimpse, the Dance Smartly, which is a grade two, the Soaring Free and the King's Plate. The King's Plate is next week, next Sunday. How about that? All right. Time to get started with the racing menu of racetracks available today in the race book, simulcast centers, and racetracks around the country. Reminding you, as we always do, the first post times we broadcast on the show each and every day reflect out of the Pacific time zone. So if you're here in Las Vegas listening at Sports Talk 1400 AM, 107.1 FM, these are going to be the first post times rollout roll out in our race books today. However, if you're listening anywhere else in the world, and there are plenty of different time zones, with all of the platforms that we have to deliver this stuff to you. If you're not in the Pacific Time Zone, adjust to the Pacific Time Zone. I don't want you to miss anything like I miss Mom and Dad, okay? So make sure you adjust so you get the right post times wherever you're at. These first start times here on this menu are that of the Pacific Time Zone. And so, here is your racing menu for this Sunday, August 13th. Not Friday the 13th, August the 13th. If you're ready. Okay, here we go. We begin with Laurel Park. Laurel Park has uh, nine races, a couple of $100,000 stakes races, and it has one of the uh, derbies today. The Bold Eagle Derby will be the eighth race on the card at the mile and three on the turf for three year olds. A field of eight before scratches. Nine to five favorite there is Mendelson's March with Mr. Kamanos aboard earlier in the day. You'll have the uh, searching stakes. That's a mile and 16th on the turf for three-year-old fillies that sees a field of 11 before it scratches. Yesternight is 8 to 5 on the morning line. Stellar Lady is 9 to 5. Laurel Park, nine races, a couple of nice stakes races today, and a first post time at Laurel is at 9.25, and you got a pick-six jackpot carryover of $2,625.
4: Alright,
2: next comes Monmouth Park from the shores of New Jersey. Monmouth Park has 10 races, a couple of $100,000 stakes races. The third race is the Select Stakes. Five and a half furlongs on the turf for three-year-olds and up, a field of eight before scratches. And the favorite in that one, nine to five, is Grooms All Business in the third. Then the ninth race is the Ocean Port. That's $100,000 at a mile and 16th on the turf. The Ocean Port uh, is uh, for three-year-olds and up, a field of 11 before any scratches. And uh, there, it's a wide-open event. The 5-2 to two favorite is Big Everest in that stakes race at Monmouth. Monmouth Park has a pick-six jackpot carryover of $31,607. Their first post-time is 940. Then we go to Ellis Park. Big day of racing at Ellis Park it is. Oh, yeah. Ten races. Six are stakes races today. They are, as they'll roll out in succession fifth race, the $150,000 Ellis Park debut time for two-year-old fillies at seven furlongs, ten go to the post, three to five favorite, there is your almost had me Florent Garobe rides sixth race is the $150,000 Ellis Park juvenile for two-year-olds at seven furlongs nine go to the post in that race, the eight to five favorite is Call Me Andy, close nine to five second choice is Balta then you have the $150,000 Audubon Oaks for three-year-old fillies at seven furlongs, that's the seventh race a field of nine. Five to two favorite there is Topsy with Rafael Bejarano. Then we have the Ellis Park Derby. A mile for three-year-olds. Eighth race on the card for two hundred fifty grand. 8 go to the post in this one. And how did he do that is the five to two favorite with Brian Hernandez aboard. And we'll wait and see if he does it. The $100,000 RA Cowboy Jones is the ninth race at a mile for three-year-olds and up. A field of nine. Even money favorite is Zozos with Florent Garot, and they wrap it up with the 10th race, the $150,000 Groupie Doll at a mile for Philly Samares, three year olds, and up in a field of 11. And there, the 9 to 5 favorite is Interstate Daydream with Florent Garot aboard. And that is the big day of racing at Ellis Park. Ellis Park has a pick six jackpot carryover of $34,713. First post time is $9.45. Gulfstream Park has nine races. The $65,000 Sharp Susan Stakes is their eighth and featured, where the favorite is Let Them Watch at 7 to 5. That's the eighth of uh, nine races today at Gulfstream. Gulfstream Park's uh, first post time with the Pick 6 Rainbow Jackpot carryover, $305,459. Woodbine is next north of the border, 11 races. The Bison City is their eighth and featured for two hundred fifty grand. The mile and 16th for three year old fillies, a field of nine. And the two to one favorite there is Me and My Shadow with Emma Jane Wilson. A couple of nice carryovers at Woodbine today. The Pick Six Jackpot carryover, $51,723. Super High Five Jackpot carryover, 322855 bucks. Yeah, it gets your attention there? Sure, it did. 11 races, first post time, 1005. Then we get to Saratoga. 10 races today at Saratoga. The feature race is the last race on the card. The Mahoney at five and a half furlongs on the Mellon Turf Course for three-year-olds. Everything is set fine today. The track is fast. The turf courses are firm, which means races four and 10 will be on the Mellon Turf Course. Races two and five will be on the inner turf course. The Mahoney, the last on the card. At 10 go to the post in this five and a half furlong race on the Mellon Turf Course for three-year-olds. Scratch number eight. Crispy Cat. The 8 is out, leaving a field now of 9. And in the race, uh, pretty wide open. The 3-1 to favorite there is Uncashed with Iret Ortiz Jr. Saratoga. First post time, 10-10 today. Partly sunny, 71 degrees, and fast and firm, ready to go at Saratoga today. Alright, we continue then with Canterbury Park. They have 8 races at Canterbury. Their first post time is at 11-05. 11:05 at Canterbury Park today. Hawthorne Racecourse is next. They have eight races. Their first post time is 12.30. Hawthorne has a Super High Five jackpot carryover, $2,602. They have a regular pick five carryover. Just a regular pick five, $9,483. And uh, their first post time at uh, Hawthorne today is set at 12.30. 12.30, first post at Hawthorne today. Next, if I can get the papers to work, Santa Rosa. The Sonoma County Fair at Santa Rosa, eight races, first post time 145, 145 at Santa Rosa today. They got a super high five carryover mandatory payoff of $762, Santa Rosa's first post time 145. And then we go where... And we're going to have our handicappers try to find some for us today. Now, there is a mandatory payoff at Del Mar in the pick six today, which means the jackpot provision is off. There is $373,278 sitting in the pot already. They pour whatever they're going to pour in today. It all gets put into one big pile. And the best tickets don't have to be six. Just the best tickets will chop up that money today at Del Mar. First post time is 2 o'clock. The feature today uh, at Del Mar is the best pal stakes for two-year-olds. It's six furlongs. The grade three race goes as the fourth on the card. Just five go. And, of course, Mr. Bafford is holding the aces. Moth is the three to five favorite with Juan Hernandez aboard and the five-horse best pal. And, of course, that race will be just before they start the pick Six fourth race on the card. First post time at Del Mar today, at the beach, 2 o'clock. All right, Prairie Meadows is next. They got 11 races. The first four will be quarter horses. The last seven will be thoroughbreds. They got a pick five jackpot carryover, $30,179. First post time is 2 o'clock, 2 o'clock at Prairie Meadows. Emerald Downs, four races today. Four stakes races of the 11 today. They go like this. Fifth race, the Emerald Distaff. And it's a mile and sixteenth. Favorite there at eight to five is Blazing Bell of Blue. The sixth race is the Muckle Shoot Derby for three-year-olds at the mile and sixteenth. Ten to the post there. Seven to five favorite is Prince Abadabi. Prince Abadabi, the Muckle Shoot Derby favorite. The Washington Oaks is the seventh race on the card for three-year-old fillies at the mile and sixteenth. In that race, the six to five favorite is Aloha Breeze. And in the one hundred and fifty thousand dollar Long Acres Mile, yes, it's at a mile for three year olds and up. A field of ten. The favorite there is Five Star General, two to one on the board with Joey Bravo aboard. That's right, Joey Bravo aboard on that one. Eleven races, four stakes races. First post time is at two o'clock today at Emerald Downs. Emerald Downs first post time is at two o'clock. Louisiana Downs has seven races. Their first post time is 2:05. 2:05 at Louisiana Downs, and uh, and then we uh, wrap it up with uh, Los Alamitos tonight at Los Alamitos. First post time 7:15. Ten races. The first race will be a thoroughbred race. Races two, four, five, and six will be mixed breed. The other five will be quarter horses, and the Derby is the last race on the card for a purse of two hundred six thousand two hundred dollars. 400 yards for three olds is the 10th and final. That's the menagerie tonight at Los Alamitos. First post time is 7.15. You know what they do on Sundays if they don't have a carryover in the pick six. That's right. They seed the pick six pot at Los Alamitos with $10,000. Ten grand's already sitting in there and it's a regular pick six. That's your menu for today. We'll be back and start getting to some horses right after this. Don't go away.
3: Racing is fast and exciting at the picturesque Woodbine and Woodbine Mohawk Park racetracks in Ontario, Canada. Woodbine Standard Bread, home of the Pepsi North America Cup, Pepsi a summer classic. Cup, Pebble Beach in Iran. And Woodbine Thoroughbred, home of the historic King's Plate. But
2: the mighty Philly has
3: devastated them. Full fields, exotic wagers, iconic events. Play Woodbine Thoroughbred and Woodbine Standard Bread today at your favourite wagering location.
2: On race day Las Vegas, now we're gonna to go to Rich Ang standing by. Richie, good morning. Hey, good morning, Rafi. Well, now uh, you know, uh, a pretty exciting day of racing yesterday. I'm sure glad to see that they kept those three major races the Arlington Million, the Beverly D, and the Secretariat intact and are running at Colonial Downs. I've never been there, I don't know if you've been to Colonial Downs, but by virtue of their the way they presented the program and how it looked yesterday and the part of the country that it's in, and even having the governor there uh, espousing how important uh, horse racing is to their state, I sure hope this place makes it.
5: Yeah, I hope so, too. I, I know they've made a nice comeback over the past few years. Uh, I know uh, uh, a gal named Jill Byrne was... Uh, uh, hired the to run the facility and she did a a terrific job of building business back up and then churchill downs uh was interested in buying into it. I know they have the hor they have the uh, historical racing machines, so that has really helped the uh the purses but uh, uh yeah, everything I read about the the track I've never been there out, but everything I read about the track is located in the middle of like three major North Carolina cities. So they actually have a, a good drawing area, even though it's supposedly out in the middle of nowhere.
2: Yeah, that's uh, that's for sure, and I hope they uh, I hope they really uh, have a success there. That is absolutely for sure. We uh, need all the help we can get, and those people look like they really embraced the day of racing there. It was a big crowd.
5: Yeah, you know that part of the country is kind of like horse country. You know, when you think about the uh, uh, you know where it is, like Virginia is a horse country, and North Carolina, wow. and they got a lot of horses back there. So uh, yeah, that'd be kind of neat.
2: What, what about what about Virginia? You know, the greatest racehorse was ever was a Virginia bred.
5: Well, I know that every once in a while they floated an idea about you know about uh, having racing there, and uh, that that would be uh, a wonderful state. We need we need new tracks to open. Not every track that not all these tracks yeah. to close.
2: I mean, Secretary came from there. My goodness, you know, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And they and they yeah, uh, showed the, the big uh, Secretariat statue that they uh, sent from Arlington. There, it's it's just a it was a good feeling overall. All right, today at Del Mar, mandatory payoff and the pick six payout. Uh, where are we going with the pick?
5: Yeah, uh, real quick. I hope people listening to my segment on the Arlington Million with it because I gave
2: out set piece. <laughs> yeah, you sure did. And I got to did you see? I mean, he came from no. I mean, he just wow. That was a hell of a closing kick, last to first through the stretch, and I mean. He yeah. passed by them like they had all turned to stone, and he pulled away like it was an easy victory.
5: Yeah, that was a, that was a good field to go from last to first. It's not easy to pass that many quality horses no. in one shot. As as far as a pick for the day, Ralph, let's go to race number eight. It's a mile on the grass at Del Mar. Uh, let's go with the number eight smart code. Uh, Flavion Pratt's back for the day, and he picked up a ton of live mounts. Uh, this horse uh, for Mark Glatt uh, won the uh, uh, this Uh You know, this horse won two races ago. This horse, his rally has to be timed correctly because his intensity to kind of like give it up just in the last part of it if the jockey moves too soon. So, Flavian Pratt's a big upgrade. 25-win plays, two for the ROI, number eight, smart code in the eighth.
2: All right. Let's hope uh, smart code lives up to uh, set peace. In the eighth race today, number eight, smart code, Flavian proud aboard. He's there in Southern California today. The eight in the eighth race, easy to remember, is Rich Ang's play for the Race Day listeners. Don't forget, you can get the entire handicapping for today's races at Del Mar with that mandatory pick six payout today. Uh, Rich Ang's selections at the racetaylasvegas.com websites. All right. Thanks a lot, Rich. Hey, thanks. Good luck, everybody. All right, coming up next, Ernie Perry's clocker report from Woodbine. And then we still have Jerry J., John Lindo, and Jonathan Hardoon's plays to go. Don't go away.
3: Picturesque Woodbine and Woodbine Mohawk Park racetracks in Ontario, Canada. Woodbine Standard Bread, home of the Pepsi North America Cup, Pepsi a summer North classic. Cup, Pebble Beach in Iran. And Woodbine Thoroughbred, home of the historic King's Plate.
2: But the mighty Philly has
3: devastated them. Full fields, exotic wagers, iconic events. Play Woodbine Thoroughbred and Woodbine Standard Bread today at your favorite wagering location.
2: time to get Ernie Perry's clocker report today for Woodbine, and he's got got three selections for us today. Now, Woodbine has 11 races today, and of course, you know, the feature is the Bison City. That goes as the eighth. But Ernie is going to give us the early double, hopefully, and uh, he has three picks in the first six races. So we're going to start out in the first race, post-time, 10.05 a.m. Pacific time. This is a maiden race for two-year-old fillies. You know, Ernie's a clocker there. And he likes number five, Callie Rene, or Callie Rena, I should say. In the first race, the five, Callie Rena, Emma Jane Wilson aboard worked 47.80, outworked a mate by a large margin. He's back onto Tapita, the uh, uh, the synthetic footing after a tough turf outing, so he thinks this is the right spot for Callie Rena. In the first race, the five is Ernie Perry's pick at seven to two on the morning line. And that is uh, nowhere near the favorite. All right, the second race he comes. This is a claiming race for three year olds on the turf at a mile and 16. He likes number five, B, like Clint, which is eight to one on the morning line and also gets Emma Jane Wilson. So he thinks Emma Jane's going to win the early double. Ernie Perry's clocker report, second race, the five. He said this horse worked 59 flat. And closed well, stretches out now, figures that's the right spot for this horse. So in the second race, he likes the 5B like Clint. And then we go to the sixth race, another race for two-year-old maidens at five and a half Furlongs. Ernie Perry's Kalaka Report likes number three, Fable Man, with Emma Jane Wilson aboard. He thinks she's going to have a big day. This horse worked 48.40 from the gate. And he says the barn is good with two-year-olds, and the barn is doing well with the two-year-olds. So in the sixth race, he likes the three. So again, recapping, at Woodbine today, first race number five, second race number five, sixth race number three, and let's hope Emma Jane Wilson can at least have a hat trick of winners today at Woodbine. 11 races, first post time, 10.05. Don't forget that first pick is in the first race at 10.05 a.m. Pacific time. We'll be back with more right after this
0: want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book South Point Casino's race book has the answer
2: All right, back on race day Las Vegas for this 13th day of August. Now we go to Southern California where John Lindo is standing by. John, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. How are you? I'm doing fine, man. Beautiful day in our neighborhood. Has that marine layer uh, burned off yet down there?
1: Uh, It's still over here right now, but, you know, we lost a lot of that humidity yesterday. It was absolutely gorgeous at Del Mar.
2: Yeah, it It looked that way, too. Uh, No question about that. Hey, Flavian's back in town.
1: Isn't that great? Yeah, seven races. Uh, he, he's got seven mounts today, five of them for trainer Mark Glad. Oh. Really nice to see Flavian Pratt riding in Southern California today.
2: Yeah, it sure is, that's for sure. He's been a busy guy. He was at uh, uh, Colonial Downs yesterday.
1: Yeah, he was at Colonial yesterday, uh, you know, hops the plane, comes to Del Mar, then he'll be back at Saratoga next week. He's having a good summer.
2: Uh, yeah, he's racking up them uh, points, too, for the uh, flight, that's for sure. All right, uh, Flavian Pratt's in town, but Joey Bravo isn't. No, he's actually up at Emerald Downs today. They've got their
1: feature race of the season, the Long Anchors Mile, today. This will be the first time Joe Bravo goes up to Emerald Downs. He will ride five-star general in the race, so Mm -hmm. good luck to Joe. And uh, I bet you you he's a fisherman, so he he might uh, have a tough time getting out of Seattle.
2: (laughs) He sure might, that's for sure. Uh, Today at Del Mar, we have that mandatory payoff.
1: Yeah, you've got a pick six carryover of 373000 and change going into today. It starts with the fifth race, it's got to be given out. It's a 20-cent Rainbow Six bet, so you can fiddle around and get a little coverage and try and take down part of that pick six payoff today.
2: And John, I know that you are a fan of the day with the mandatory payoff with the jackpots, but not a fan of the jackpot overall.
1: Yeah, in general, I don't play the Rainbow Six. I don't, you know, on the, on the days when there's not a mandatory payout. route, when you the, the takeout, when you figure out if you're there, there's no single ticket winner and the money that goes into the next day's carryover in the jackpot, you're looking at a daily takeout of forty six percent, and that's just a number I can't beat. So I don't play it. I I will today because it's just a normal. Uh, pick six and uh, you know at the 20 cent increment i can take a shot and i just have to see how big a ticket i want to play depending on what i think the uh, payout will be after the six races are done
2: out of the sequence of six any race because they're all you know good handicapping races because of uh, the field sizes and and the different places that a lot of these horses are coming from but if you had to pare down your ticket and get a singleton out of the six races where might it be
1: I'm, I will probably look at the eighth race today as, and this will be my radio play. So we'll, we'll do the same all at once here. In okay. that eighth race, it's a one-mile allowance race. Number five, XJ Rascal. A horse that in opening weekend at Del Mar made his U.S. debut and ran second round, a good race that day. Uh, this is a horse that comes back in three weeks. I would normally be a little scared about a European coming back so quickly, but you watch, look at his record overseas. He was coming running every six days or every eight days. He can handle a quick turnaround. He's worked well out of that uh, U.S. debut. And if he moves forward at all, you know, I think he's going to be tough to beat here. He's 5-1 to one on the program, so that's a good number for a Rainbow Six single. The other thing about him, Ralph, is is that he's a three-time winner against uh, non-winners other than allowance horses because the two wins in, over in, overseas against winners, the purses were so small, those races don't count against him.
2: All right. So Umberto Rispoli having a good meet, too. A mile on the turf, eighth race, the 5XJ Rascal is uh, John Lindo's play for the race day listeners. Don't forget, John Lindo's complete Lindo report covering all 10 races, suggested late pick four, and all the good information at the bottom, one comprehensive sheet. It's only in one place here in Las Vegas. It's at the South Point Race Book, and it's free of charge. Complimentary from the South Point because they love horse players there. Quick note, shipping winners today?
1: We've got a total of 11 back in today. These guys are filling the entry box. It's great to see every day. You know, you You're talking double-digit shipping win horses out here, and they're winning their share of races, and they're helping out those horsemen that are, are uh, contributing to our program at Delmar.
2: Yeah, no question about that. A quick thought about the graduation stakes because you know who has uh, the uh, race surrounded.
1: <laughs> well, you're talking about the best pal today. Yes, not, I not am.
2: Oh, I'm yes. sorry. I said the graduation. Uh, the best pal uh, today, yeah, Moth.
1: Yeah, Muth and Prince of Monaco, the two horses trained by Bob Baffert. Muth was awesome winning at uh, his debut over at the Santa Anita. And then you had Prince of Monaco do the same thing at Los Alamitos. They've worked very evenly together in the morning. They're both extremely good. Uh, I don't know which one is uh, the better. I'm going to give a little edge to Muth just because he did it on the big track at Santa Anita. And, uh, you know, Hernandez sticks with him. So uh, Bob Bafford goes and calls Sloppy and Pratt to get him for Prince of Monaco. It's a good situation.
2: It sure is. That's for sure, John. All right. Thanks a lot, my man. And uh, we'll uh, talk to you on Wednesday. Don't forget the Linda Report right now at the uh, South Point.
1: All right. Good luck today.
2: All right. And I'm going to give you Jonathan Hardoon's place before we wrap it up with Jerry Jackowitz. Uh, since you already got your sheet probably out for Del Mar, Uh, Lo and behold, Jonathan also comes with a pick in the eighth race, and he also comes with the pick that John Lendo just gave. So he got a good housekeeping seal of approval as far as uh, the handicappers are concerned. In the eighth race today at Del Mar, Jonathan also likes number 5XJ Rascal. The 5XJ Rascal is also Jonathan's pick at uh, Del Mar. And then uh, his uh, Saratoga pick comes in the last race, the Mahoney Stakes. In the 10th race at Saratoga, Jonathan likes number 5, None Hudson. Number 5, None Hudson, is Jonathan Hardoon's play at Saratoga in the 10th and final. Don't forget, Jonathan has uh, complete uh, coverage uh, sheets uh, for Saratoga, for Del Mar, and for uh, Monmouth today. All right, now we're going to wrap it up with uh, Jerry Jackowitz. Jerry, good morning.
4: Good morning, Ralph.
2: How you doing, my man?
4: I couldn't be better.
2: All right. So, any day of the week. Anything happened yesterday that uh, tweaked you?
4: No, not really. No more than normal.
2: <laughs> all right.
4: I'm like getting tweaked all the time. Yeah, yeah.
2: But, you you're know? getting tweaked all the time. All right. All right. Well, uh, well let's get started then. I guess we'll go to uh, Saratoga.
4: Yeah, let's go to Saratoga. In the fifth race, we have a really nice three-year-old called Clever Thought. Uh, hasn't raced since June 2nd and we ran really fantastic race on June 2nd, uh, just flying home, uh, against the, um, the, the setup of the race was all wrong and he just really o- almost totally overcame it. Um, I think he's just going to run over these. He gets Louis Saez. We give him a little stronger ride maybe today for Todd Pletcher. Well posted in the five posts. Number two, clever thought in race number five. The two over the one, three, four reverses if you do them just to break even. It's all about the two in race number
2: five. All right. Now, we want to remind everybody that you said from post five, and it is because there's an entry in the race, so the two will break from uh, the uh, five stall in the uh, starting gate, and there's an entry in the race, so does it matter which one?
4: I tend to not think so, particularly when they're both Chad Browns. All
2: right. So two over the ones, three and uh, six, is that it? Four. Four. Four, I'm sorry. Two Del over ones, both, either one of the ones, three and four. So two over one, three, four, and reverse at Saratoga in the fifth race. Now we're going to go to Del Mar, where there's a mandatory payoff in the uh, pick six today.
4: Yeah, let's go to the uh, final race, num- race number 10. Let's take a shot here. Peter Uriton uh, has up Edwin Montonato on Goldeneye, the one horse at six to one. This is a... A horse that was prepped on the dirt goes back to the turf. Strictly a turf horse, as far as I'm concerned, and um, really much better at a mile than anything else. This should be a really good spot for Golden Six to one in the six to one in the morning line. Perfect win place bet in my opinion. I'm playing the one over the five, six, eight, and nine. Doing reverses, and if I have a little extra money, I'll add in the four. But. You have to see how your bankroll goes.
2: All right, tenth and final race. This could be a singleton for us in the mandatory pick six payoff in the tenth race, number one, golden eye, the one horse. You go pretty deep with the uh, link ups. You got five, six, eight, and nine and uh, throw in anything else you want, folks, but the five, six, eight, nine is the play here. The one over five, six, eight, nine in reverse. Correct?
4: Correct. Yeah, it's a, it's a great race. There's a lot of there's a lot of contention, it's a really good chance to get some prices going and uh you know, I think we can get 72 or better on
2: the one. All right. So the one is the key in the 10th race. And remember, Jerry J's Power Pages for all of Del Mar and all of Saratoga are available right now at JerryJ'sPowerPage.com. Now, Jerry, you know, you are our signature man. At the end of the show, you always say, have a great race day, correct? Correct. All right. Now, but you and I and all the players in this show always want to uh, kind of groom the younger generation to be racing fans, don't we?
1: Yes.
2: All right. So I have in studio now, Grandma brought uh, the next generation in. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to give her the sign-off today instead of you. How about that?
4: Excellent. But uh, remember, she has to say, after she has have a great race today, she has to say, everybody.
2: Everybody. So right. you're, here's the deal, okay? Say, say test. I'm see, ready. It, see if it works. Test, test. There you go. All right. I want you to belt it out now. Remember this is have a great race day, everybody. That's how you're going to sign off, okay? All right. When I give you the cue, you'll do that, okay? All right. So we're getting the next generation now here, that is going Finally. to yeah yeah we we gotta you know we gotta we gotta bring up the new
4: generation
2: uh, because we gotta, we gotta make them all degenerate race players. <laughs>
4: Well, you know, when you play races, you play one race every 20-some-odd minutes, uh, you have some thought, you have a lot of things go into it, it's a real, it's an art. The, the way people are gen- degenerate to gambling today, they're sitting at their kitchen table playing roulette or something, I mean, it's crazy.
2: Yeah. Well, I don't care. If they, want, if they want to play the races through their app because that's a new generation, that's fine.
4: Comes at a at a at a pace where there's thinking, there's there's research, there's judgment. It's it's a it's an art form. Yeah.
2: So. All right. Okay. Well, uh, I don't want to confuse them too much. All right. Okay. So now here we go. We're going to get the close of the show now. There it is. And the last saying is going to be. Go ahead and say it, sweetheart.
0: Have a great race day.
2: All right, how about that? Oh, beautiful. As that that great. <laughs> All right, thanks a lot. All right, we have wrapped up this show and we brought a new generation into the show and uh, Grammy's with her and everything is fine. So, you have a great race day everybody out there and don't forget, we'll be back Wednesday morning God willing in the crick don't rise.